Oh, hello everybody! Da ist die Music Time Machine. Mein Name ist Patrick Pleasure und ich bin Celebrity. Hallo. Hey. Hi, da ist die Music Time Machine. Ich bin Patrick Pleasure, oder? Und das ist eine ganz spezielle Episode. Also bei mir ist Chaya. Hi. Hi. Das ist eine spezielle Episode. Und zwar ist es meine erste Episode, die ich auf Englisch gemacht habe. You better watch out, because I'm speaking English like this. <lacht> und wahrscheinlich wird es noch lustig zum Lesen für euch. Weil ich, ich bin ja kein gelernter Englisch-Sprecher, oder? Ich habe Englisch nur vom, vom Fernsehen und von der Musik. Und ich habe jetzt ein ganzes Interview gemacht mit dem DJ Schöni. Er ist von San Diego. Er ist recht gut unterwegs in San Diego. Ich habe den Schöni im 2010 9 oder 10, nein, 10 oder 11, glaube ich, kennengelernt. Weil er hat einen Gusen, der hier in der Schweiz wohnt. Oder? <lacht> Sali, Manuel, wenn du hörst. Er hat einen Gusen gekannt, der Gusen hat mich dann gefragt, hey, kannst du vielleicht ein paar Gigs organisieren, weil mein Gusen von den Staaten kommt. Und dann habe ich gesagt, ja, eh. Und dann habe ich ihm, glaube irgendwie vier Gigs oder so organisiert. Ich war mit ihm da unterwegs in der Schweiz. Und dann bin ich 2012 bin ich auch auf San Diego für zwei Monate, einfach so ein bisschen rumhängen und so. Und dort hat er mir ein paar Gigs geschoben. Und so kennen wir uns. Und wir haben uns dann aber leider jetzt die ganze Zeit nicht mehr gesehen. Einfach immer auf Instagram und dort ein paar Mal hin und her geschrieben und hat mal einen Remix gemacht. Noch. Vor allem von meinen Songs, die aber dann leider nicht rausgekommen ist, weil er ist zu spät ja. Aber ist gleich. Er ist ein guter Typ. Du bist wirklich gut unterwegs als DJ. Halt mit dem ganzen Ami-Style, was, was dort spielt und so. Ist nicht so mies. Ja. So ein mehr Voll gib ihm. Voll gib ihm, aber gleich Open Format gib ihm, oder? Also vielleicht einfach der Remix vom neuesten Hip-Hop-Trap und so spielt er. Einfach so Club-Sachen halt. Und. Ja, wir haben, äh, wir haben das via FaceTime haben wir telefoniert, also geredet und es hat ein bisschen Verzögerungen gegeben. Im, weißt, wenn er etwas gesagt hat, mhm. ist es ein bisschen gegangen, bis es zu mir gekommen ist. Was ich meine. Und das war manchmal ein bisschen blöd, gewesen, weil er dann irgendwie fertig geredet oder noch nicht fertig geredet. Nein, wie sagt man? Weißt, wir, sind, wir haben uns ein paar Mal so überlappt, oder? Mhm. Und dann hat es so ein bisschen... Äh, eine kleine Stille wieder geben. Was ich meine? Mhm. Mhm. Ja, auf jeden Fall, das gehört euch jetzt. Ich wünsche euch viel Spass mit dem. Mhm. Und lacht bitte nicht fest über mein Englisch. Gell? Weil ich habe es probiert. Ich habe es gemacht. Und ich hoffe, ihr könnt es hören. Und ich wünsche euch viel Spass dabei. Gell? Und jetzt sagt euch Chaya noch, wo wir folgen können. Und was wollen wir machen? Ja, folgt auf Spotify, könnt ihr folgen, mhm. Apple Podcast mhm. und auf äh, Instagram, Folge. Patrick Pleasure. Äh, Patrick Pleasure. Und äh, schreibt eine kleine Rezession, das wäre cool, würde mich freuen. Fünf Sternchen. Und teilt den Podcast mit euren Freunden. Und holt euch ein Tasschen. Holt euch ein Tasschen oder ein Pin auf patrickpleasure.com slash shop. Ja, das sind wirklich coole Tests, die kann man auch gut verschenken. Stimmt. 
dann immer gut. Kann man immer brauchen. Mhm. Auf jeden Fall. Um, yeah, now for my English listeners. Very have fun with this conversation. <lacht> ah, Scheiße, ich weiß nicht mehr, was ich gesagt habe. So. Aber zum Glück ist er redet relativ viel. Oder? Ja, darum war es einmal ein bisschen still. Ich habe es schon gehört. Ich bin Eben, gell? Ja. Dann habe ich einmal gedacht, es ist jetzt fertig. Weil nicht Nein, mehr gross. ist nicht fertig. Er hat relativ ja. lang erzählt. Einmal. Und er kann besser Englisch als ich. Ja, obviously. Obviously, <lacht> Auf jeden Fall viel Spass mit der Conversation, die ich mit dem DJ Schöni Er selber hat auch einen Podcast. Und zwar Past and Present heißt sein Podcast. DJ Schöni Past and Present. Und der ist auch überall auf Spotify und auf YouTube. Er filmt es sogar. Und dort hat er ab und zu hat er auch DJ-Gäste. Und sein bester Buddy ist ein DJ und mit dem redet er so. Und sonst hat er auch viele Leute einfach. Und jetzt redet sie über alles Mögliche. Und ist noch recht lustig. Lasst mal die. Und jetzt viel Spaß und bis zum nächsten Mal. Bye bye. Tschüss. Good. We should be, we should be good, man. Yeah. All right. I'm recording too. So, what's up? Cool. Not too much, man. How you been? Yeah, all good. Busy, busy, all the time. We see, we yeah. seen each other, uh, uh, each other since 2012, right? That's the last oh my time. God. That, that's Was the last. It, has it been? Yeah, I think. 2012. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. The first time we met, you came to Switzerland in uh, what? What was that? Like 2010, 11, or something, or nine even? When you did your tour yeah, in my, Switzerland? It, yeah, I did. Uh, I think that might have been 2010, and it was. Jeez, uh, man, what place did I? I don't I remember what what places I played at. Um, it was like three venues, I know that. Yeah, you played in um, Luzern at the pra Pravda Club, I think. Then in um, yeah. St. Gallen at the Backstage Club. Yeah. And where was the other thing? It, uh, it, was, uh, it started with a K. A K. Which city was that? Kaf you Kaf remember? Kaflauten? Kaflauten? Oh, really? You play the Kaufland? Yeah, that, that could be. Yeah? Yeah, that could be. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Um, because I remember I couldn't pronounce it right, but I think that was somewhat kind of the pronunciation of it. But yeah, that was, uh, those were the three the three venues I played at. That was, a, that was a while. That was a while ago, man. That was really a while ago. You had your, the, the Turbo Man was with you. <laughs> yeah. the turbo man my yeah. photographer yeah yeah jeff, he actually jeff. that's that, yeah <laughs> jeff jeff turbo that's funny you should uh, mention that because he just uh hit me up last night and he was asking to be uh for me to be a guest on his podcast he has a pretty cool uh, podcast on uh youtube so i think we're gonna get, do that right, every uh, next week i haven't I haven't seen him in uh in a while he li i mean he lives here in san diego with me okay. i've just uh I've just kind of been busy. He's been busy, you know. He he does a lot of like weddings and private events for you know photography okay. and stuff like that. 
But yeah, he's got his own podcast now. You know, I feel like everyone's testing out the podcasting. Yeah, kind of everybody thing has a podcast. Days. You were a, gr a great inspiration for me to do my own podcast, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I saw, oh, DJ Shani has a podcast now. Okay. Maybe I, sh I should do one. <laughs> so here I am, like uh, 55 episodes later now. You know? Holy shit. You, are, you already have 55, really? Yeah, I do one a week. <clears throat> yeah that's awesome man that's a, that's a lot yeah you got you really got to uh do a lot of episodes when you first start out just to get people you know yeah. interested and get into the uh the kind of the way of things and getting in a groove because that that's what i i noticed with mine because you know we always have all these preconceived notions of like how it's gonna go or what i should talk about and it's just more importantly just to start it and just go yep. and you know hit 20 30 you know 30 episodes and and figure it out it'll it'll figure itself yeah, out you know that's true how deep are you in with your podcast uh i i think we're finishing up on episode Jeez, what is it? I'm thinking of my mix series, AGR workout. Um, for past and present, I think I'm up to like 95 episodes, oh, really? I think. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah, that's great. So, you do two a week yeah. or what? Uh, one a week every Wednesday. And then if I have time and if I have some special guests from like LA or San Francisco that are in town, I might record multiple episodes. But okay. for the most part, it's once a week. Okay. And uh that's been uh it's been like a year I think. About mm -hmm. yeah, about a year, maybe a, a little bit over. So. Okay. Nice. Yeah. But you but you stopped to record in your car. Yeah, so <clears throat> I started in my car because it was easy I could pick up my guests and mm -hmm. just pick them up at their house or their place of work and then we just drive around I drop them back off and it was mm -hmm. just easier you know less time for them and uh it's just easier for my guests you know I can just pick okay. them up wherever uh so I started doing that but I stopped because um I was I was noticing that I was um preoccupied with driving obviously yeah. not trying to crash and have yeah. a conversation <laughs> but uh I I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try it in a studio for once. And my conversation was just way better. Yeah. Um, I could focus on my guests more. I could actually look at them because I couldn't look at them before because they were to the side. So I would have to look and like talk and then look and drive. So yeah. um, that was fun. We still do episodes in the car every once in a while. But for the most part, I do it all in the studio. Nice. And you're very busy DJ as DJ, obviously. How many times a week do you play? Um, right now, I think I'm like five nights a week oh, DJing. Really? Wow. Yeah, well, there's been a couple new bars um, opening up and nightclubs in San Diego, um, especially in Pacific Beach, that do a lot of stuff in the summer and they have you know early sets during the during the day on Sundays, okay. so like day parties. So you know, I would have to say probably five to six times a week I'm DJing, and sometimes you know some of those might be out of town so nice and how how long are those sets usually at the at the bar um so i would say the sets at the bar are probably like three hours three and a half hours and okay then the that's nightclub, all right the, yeah it's not bad and then the nightclub uh sets will be a little bit shorter maybe two hours and oh, then really? of course you have your yeah you have your day parties on like uh saturday and sundays that are probably maybe like four or five they're just kind of the longer sets Okay. You know. Yeah, we we do 
um, because yeah, I do usually the whole night by myself at a club. So yeah, yeah, we're talking like uh, five or six hours even. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because we have longer longer op opening times than you guys. Yeah. Because you you yeah. guys open at nine or ten and close at two, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you so make so, so you have to to get to your main time music really really fucking fast, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I've talked about that actually on my podcast. How I feel like I run into the problem of um, getting there and still having the mentality of warming up the crowd. Like mm -hmm. even if I headline and I get on at midnight, so I have two hours, yeah. I still like to warm them up a little. I don't like to just go straight into it, especially because yeah. they might not be ready. Um, but I feel like I playing catch up like at 12:30 and I'm like okay they're warm I'm having a good time and then I realize how much music I have to get through yeah. you know I just want to I want to play the hits I want to play everything that people like and then it's 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 1 a.m. I'm like okay I have an hour left and I'm like yeah. trying to like go through all this music so oh, yeah some of those sets are really uh you got to you got to push a lot of music and contain a lot of music in a short amount of time which makes it kind of fun cuz then you know you can have fun with it and and uh you know, that's when, you know, edits and bootlegs and short edits come in handy. Mm -hmm. So I like it. Yeah, that, yeah that's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nice when you have really one and or one and a half hour to f uh, to fully sh shut everybody with, with your stuff. But usually we have to stretch things out because we have to sometimes four in the morning or even, even longer. Maybe the, the guy... Uh, the guy ca is coming on 3.30 and says, yeah, I think we're going to do it till 5 tonight. So we, ha we have to think, oh, okay, yeah, maybe I have something left to, to play and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, a huge, it's a huge difference, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. your, night, you know, your night can go two different ways, I guess, because yeah. it could be you guys could be closing at 3.30 or 4.00. And then, you know, they come and tell you that and you might be good. Like, okay, cool. I'm ready. But yeah. if you've already went through all your, you know, mm -hmm. your top, your top tracks and all your yeah. heaters and bangers, and then they're like, oh, we're going till mm -hmm. 530. Yeah. You got to pull some shit out of your ass, you know? Yeah. But I think the, those parties that I play most in the clubs are, I would say f for now, uh, they don't, they don't use me as a DJ for the, the the clubs that play all the the new music you know yeah i'm not yeah. i'm not that kind of dj so i play most uh when i play in the clubs i play most for 90s parties 2000s and and stuff like that so yeah i have i i have enough material to to play when the guy is coming and say okay we we make a, an hour longer tonight so yeah that, that's all right yeah. but you but you have to be full on with the new stuff right yeah yeah always i mean i'm playing at nightclubs that are like bottle service a lot of bottle service a lot of uh promoters so we we just want to please the people you know we want everyone to have a good time we want to please everyone so i i i stick strictly to um to just pop music pretty much i mean okay. i from for a lack of a better word it's just pop music but you know anything from you know hip hop to 
sometimes rock, not too much rock, but uh, house music, anything that's popular that people know of, you know, mm-hmm. which which is a pretty broad uh, statement, you know, considering that, you know, these days it's there's Spotify, there's iTunes, there's, you know, Tidal. So people know a lot of music, you know. Yeah, I definitely know have everything. folders. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, which is good because at first I didn't like it because – People, you know, we, we have a Spotify, you know, what in the last seven, eight years and people are so accustomed to having every song in the world at their fingertips, you know, for $12 a month. So then they come to the club and they're just waving their phone at you, you know, um, trying to get a song and then you're like, I don't have it or I'm not going to play it. And they don't understand. They're like, yeah, what? Like, what? just plug in Spotify. You you know what I'm saying? So they're like, there's this lack of communication. Like, you know, it it doesn't work like that. I can't just plug my phone in. Um, but it actually helps at the end of the day. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, it would just be, it would just, it was, it would, they don't understand. It would just fuck yeah, the party I up, know. like the flow, we have, you know. Yeah, we're we, have trying... the, we have the same problems here, believe me. Yeah. It's all, it's all Yeah, the same. but it's funny because they don't, you know, they don't realize, and I try, and and at the nightclub isn't a, a an atmosphere to like uh, explain things to people. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't yeah, take I 10 minutes out of my set and try to explain yeah. like, hey, well, this Spotify, you know, I can't just plug it in. That's not how yeah. it works. I'm sorry. But it, but on the same hand, on the other <clears throat> other side, it does help because people do know more music these days because of Spotify yeah, and iTunes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Um, you know, back in the day, it was just all radio, and if you if something wasn't on the radio, you had to you know read read about it in a magazine or go to your uh, you know record shop or CD you know store. So now these days, it's like like I said, twelve dollars a month or ten dollars a month. You mm-hmm. have everything on Spotify on your phone. So then there's different playlists now. You know, people don't listen to the radio as much. So now it's like I can play stuff like you know. Like like Fisher losing it. Like yeah. it's not on the radio a lot, but people know it because yeah. of Spotify and festivals and stuff like that. So now you have this broader mm-hmm. spectrum of music that's being pushed out to people, which is cool. I feel I feel like it helps my library out. You know, um, you know, I, I I constantly get surprised by crowds and dance floors that you know recognize music that oh this is awesome it's good i'm like really you guys know this like mm-hmm. perfect that's great you know yeah so i think at the end of the day it, it it helps having spotify and you know um it might the urgency for requests might be a little more harsh for people to mm-hmm. you know hey play this play this but at, at the end of the day it's like you know sometimes yeah. i listen i listen to their requests i'm like i don't know that song but then i go home and i look it up i'm like it's yeah. a good song maybe i should play it do you do you work with title in your Cerrado? Uh, no, I don't. I've never been, I've never been big on using, cause I know SoundCloud has mm-hmm. a connection with Serato now and Tidal. I've never had a Tidal subscription, so I don't know if I would be able to use it, but I'm not really big with Serato and using, um, those type of platforms in it. Even, I don't even use iTunes, like my iTunes crate. Yeah. Everything Me I neither. use is in Serato. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I, I tried it. I, I played with the Tidal connection two times now. I tried it. And How was it? The first time my I, I I knew I had something in my iTunes folder that I had to put in in Cerrado. So I took three tracks and put it in Cerrado. And after like 10, 10 minutes later, I said, I right, let me find something on Tidal. And I pushed the title button and my whole Serato went out. <laughs> <laughs> and I was not too happy about that. 
So <laughs> no, I not at all. So I left it for, for a couple of gigs and I tried it again and it worked. So okay. I searched for something, I loaded it in, it played very, very well, all good. And I think I'm gonna use it now more often, especially especially really? for uh, when I play corporate events or weddings or stuff like that. So it yeah, comes see, that's, really in that's, handy. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You know, instead of having a, uh, you know, I mean, we always obviously have record pool subscriptions, but yeah, for mm -hmm. like corporate parties that you yeah. need certain songs and you could just look it up. Um, let me ask you this. So what about, does Tidal have like DJ intros or anything like that? Or no. is it all just, yeah, see, that's the only thing. I yeah, mean, it's, you it's can, not going to... Yeah, you can find the loops or something like you do when you have a yeah. radio version. So that's not, yeah. not a big thing. But usually those tracks, you don't know those tracks that the people request, right? So I search them in, in Tidal and I'm going to work them in somehow. It, it, it's going to work. Or otherwise, yeah. it's, it's their request because I only play a song that is requested from a person that's really, really important from that event, you know, not from every, yeah, uh, every fucker around. So, yep. so I'm gonna, yeah, I've, I will figure it out. But usually you can, when the track once is loaded fully in, you can skip and, and search and loop and, and uh, set cue points and everything. So that's really, that's really good. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I mean, it's. I guess it's worth it if it's. It's basically all you need is a, a subscription to Title, right? And then yeah, you just enter it. Yeah, yeah that's all. And it and it works with my, with the hotspot on my iPhone. So that's no not not a problem. Oh wow! I didn't even think about yeah. that. Jeez. Yeah. Can you can you save songs on your hard drive? Like like no. not actually save them, but like locally. No. Uh, the tracks are not saved as as files, but they are saved in your, in your title playlist. And they save the, the cue points and the loops are saved too. So when you are online again, it's all there. So that's not a okay. problem. Yeah. So you need, you have to be online. Yeah. You have it. to be online to play it. Yeah. Okay. But I hope they, they do something in the future where you can download all the tracks and play it offline. That will be, that yeah. will be great for stuff that I mean, you yeah, only need one, two times. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because I was going to say, you can already do that on Spotify. And I'm, I'm pretty sure you could probably do it with Tidal, but I don't know if you can do it with the, with the Tidal and Serato um, you know, yeah. configuration or whatever. Yeah, I think it's, it's, ve it's very new, and I hope they're going to figure something out. Because I, I'm going to try it this, this summer for the, for the special events and stuff. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. They How, they tried that uh Serato tried that a while back um with a with a different service called like White Label or something. I don't know if you remember mm -hmm. that, but no, they no. did a thing called White Label, but <clears throat> it was White Label that was their only purpose was to like make songs available um okay. to Serato, like stuff yeah. like that. It was a subscription. It lasted like I think 6 months and it just I, it didn't work. Okay. Yeah, but so. I think um, yeah, it's a cool opportunity to to test out a track in the club, and after it's working, you go home and uh, buy it or download it from direct music service or something. So you yeah. have you, you so you have the track. But it, I think it's a great opportunity to test something out before you before you buy it. You know, I think that's great. 
Yeah. 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 No, that that's great, and I I hopefully hopefully in the future they'll uh, do it with maybe Spotify too, because I'm I'm big on Spotify. I love Spotify, mm-hmm. yeah, and I have too. a lot of playlists that are just like it's not club music, but sometimes I wish I could play some of these songs in the club and I, I need to go, I have certain playlists where I was like, all right, I need to go through and download these or buy them and then put mm-hmm. them in Serato. So maybe one day if Spotify has some kind of a <clears throat> link up to Serato and then I, I would be good. That'd be, that would be amazing. Yeah. But I, I don't think that that's going to happen because they're already involved with title, you know, Maybe maybe Spotify is going to to Tractor or Recordbox and cooperate with with those guys, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's you know that's true. That makes yeah. sense. But I, I I think I know what you guys play in the club. Like like really crazy shit sometimes because <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm yeah. having flashbacks of 2010 right now when you yeah. and me were talking about music, and yeah. you're like, "Oh, you always play that wah, 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 yeah, yeah. aggressive weep, music." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I told you, I was like, "You play too too much calm music. You play R and B too much." And we're just like total different. We're like we opposites. are totally <laughs> different. But let let me ask you this: When you play at a, a pool party or Uh, an outdoor summer thing in San Diego. What do you play there? Um, definitely a little more chill. Um, oh, it, it depends. Chi- it, honestly, it, it depends what uh, pool party or what day party. But I will have to say, though, when we were hanging out in 2009 or 2010, mm-hmm. that's when like the electro era was like peaking or it was yeah. like starting to become. So yes. I, I totally understand the, the things you were saying about like, yeah. <laughs> the music I was playing. But I like I don't think I really had a choice because it was like, mm-hmm. this is what's hot right now. You know, that was, you know, uh, probably, you know, the LMFAO era. era. Yeah. The, uh, you know, David, David Guetta became, became, you know, super popular and it was mm-hmm. very very aggressive and very like beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, you yeah. know yeah but um, yeah everyone but that, everyone yeah. Yeah. yeah but now i think all the all the trap remixes and moonbaton and stuff it's very aggressive sometimes too you know so we are yeah. i think almost at the same le- level just with slower beats you know yeah Yeah. yeah. Well, everything you know, it, it all kind of all these different genres are finding their own like way, their own uh, you know path, if you will, right now. But I mean, I mean, I guess it's my sets are pretty pretty standard when it comes to like aggressiveness. I like I said, I play at nightclubs where there's bottle service, and I'm just trying to entertain people, so I'm constantly just like, all right, banger, 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 mm-hmm. very aggressive, and then down to like to hip hop, and even hip hop is like aggressive these days, you know, mm-hmm. like in the last yeah. five years, there's been a lot of uh, aggressive, you know, almost like uh, like a punk rock ish kind mm-hmm. of uh, hip hop where it's yeah. you know it's it's a lot of just like you know like fuck you, and there's like distorted noises, like shit mm-hmm. like that, so. Um, You know, I try to keep it leveled out to where uh, it's familiar with people. So I really, yeah. I would love to play a lot of music with, you know, that's aggressive and it's, it's, it's in your face as long as people know it, you know, um, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of like my, my whole thing. But yeah, when we first started talking, man, it was very, it was a very cringy and a very intense era of music because mm-hmm. everybody was kind of figuring out the whole electro and house thing and um, you know, like I said before, LMFAO, the whole party rock movement that made electro like mm-hmm. come into existence yeah. and now ever, and then you have like all the artists, uh, 
you know, I think Akon started trying to get on all the up-tempo beats yeah. and Pitbull. Yeah. That's Pitbull and even started Usher, doing that. Yeah. Yeah, Usher, which you know, like OMG was like his first one where it was mm-hmm. it was uh him jumping on a you know 122 or 125 beats yeah. per minute. Um that started that whole thing, you know. There's a lot of I've been going through Serato and deleting a lot of uh a lot of old songs and I just typed in like electro remix and then went back to like 2009 and I'm just like, <laughs> "Oh my god. <laughs> it's know. terrible." Like and even JLo tried to hop on that train, it never took uh-huh. off. Um a couple other artists really tried to jump on the train of like the house music and it just, you know, um it didn't work. I had to delete a lot of music from that era. Yeah, and and I w- I was in San Diego for two months in 2012, and you hooked me up with some with some gigs there, and even there, um, the, the 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 club promoters or the the chief of staff said, just play electro and house music, <laughs> yeah. and no no hip hop, no hip hop. They said always no hip hop. Right, yeah. So yeah. that that's gonna that is changed now completely, right? Because hip hop is so yeah. so so big now, so uh-huh. everything is hip hop again, right? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, so. <clears throat> I feel like the uh, the DJ AM era was like rock mashups, hip hop, and then it after he passed, it like music did this weird thing where it went into its own um, like they started splitting up, and it was like hip-hop clubs and then then house music and you know the electro era started blowing up and that was like okay now we have these choices you know in these nightclubs we have all this different clientele so there was a very big time where right when it split you either had a hip-hop club in san diego or you had an open format or like a regular nightclub that was you know uh well, actually, back then, open format was pretty much house, like you said. Like, they were like, yeah. play electro, play, the, you know, mm-hmm. no hip-hop, no hip-hop. And yeah. I, that sucks because when I started DJing, like, I had, like, probably four or five years in, then that started hitting. And mm-hmm. promoters were like, no hip-hop, no hip-hop. I mean, you would play <clears throat> not even hip-hop. You would play, like... <clears throat> j-lo or taylor swift mm-hmm. or something that's pop and they would be like no no hip-hop no hip-hop i'm like this isn't hip-hop what are you talking about you know <laughs> yeah. but they just anything close like if it wasn't electro they're like no don't play it but it was cool because then as a dj you have to like figure it out and like work it into your set so that's mm-hmm. when all those bootlegs started coming out back in the day that were like we took every fucking rap or hip hop song and turned it into electro bootleg mm-hmm. or remix. And that's some of those stuff was, some of that stuff was cool, but back then it was cool. But now that's the stuff that I'm deleting from Serato. I'm like, dude, I yeah. don't need a freaking 94 BPM Jay Z song ramped up to 128. Yeah, dude, I don't need that. Back then it was cool because we needed it. Like mm-hmm. there's like no hip hop. So I could squeeze off a bootleg that was like, a Jay-Z bootleg or a Kendrick Lamar bootleg, you know, that was electro, if you may, mm-hmm. you know, if you will. But how, so. how is it, how is it when you play, how are the differences to the cities when you play in San Diego or Houston or San Francisco? Are the nightclubs all the same in a, in a way? Or do you know what's more popular in those uh, special cities? So... I, I pretty much have my solid set um, 
for the most part, like I know what I'm going to do at like midnight and, or I, I'll play my, my, my Shoney drop and then I'll start my set. I kind of have what I need to, what I need to play and what I want to play. And then I would say f- for, for the local stuff, like if I'm playing in Houston, Texas or any other city for that matter, I always try to do my homework for the throwbacks, like what have been hot you know what mm. I mean? Like, so in California and the Bay or San Diego, we always play our like West Coast set, you know, mm-hmm. um, Mac Dre, E40, uh, Too Short, stuff like that. So I remember being in New York and I tried to play that stuff. And this is a long time ago. I didn't, I, I, I didn't realize that people were going to get it. They're like, what, why are you playing this stuff? Like, obviously yeah. it wasn't the West Coast. So what I started <laughs> doing was like going back and then I would go to Houston and play at a couple nightclubs and, I do my homework. I'm like, all right, well, who, what big artists have been around here for the last 15, 20 years? You know, like, uh, I noticed, uh, Paul wall goes over really well, like down in the South, obviously, uh, ludicrous might do a little bit better. So then I could start getting into like, um, like older, you know, like ludicrous or older, you know, uh, or even like Bubba Sparks, just like little gems <laughs> like Master that. P. that yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anything yeah. like like Master P, like Silk the Shocker, like like just where where that music was hot back in the day. So my throwbacks aren't West Coast throwbacks. My throwbacks mm-hmm. are, you know, the throwbacks that are, you know, that are in that that were in that area. So I I, I don't do that too much, but I, I like to do it in certain cities. Um and then, you know, I can get on the radio or not get on the radio, but I can listen to the radio when I get into the town and just see what they're playing because sometimes it's different even from san diego to la Mm -hmm. there's always stuff they're playing in la that hasn't hit san diego and shit we're like an hour and a half away so um for me to go in like especially smaller cities or like i do oklahoma city once a month at a place called graystone um I'll, i'll hop on the radio and just listen in the uber and see you know if they have any local stuff they're playing or if it's not local or if it's something i haven't heard of you know Okay. So, do you guys have also? Do you have to play when you say you play clubs with bottle service? Do you have to play jingles for when the bottles come out? <laughs> yeah, is jingles. It, I I've never heard someone say it like that, but that's basically what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's a place uh, called Sidebar out here in San Diego, and we play um, Eye of the Tiger from uh, Rocky when <laughs> yeah. when when the bottle comes out. I used to not like that, but now I look at it. it I look at it as like a, just a break like hey we got a bottle coming out in like three minutes i was like cool mm-hmm. do like a backspin with some echo out of the song and then play the song the jingle if you will and have the bottle come out yeah. <laughs> and then it's like then i can like reset my mind for a new set you know it's kind of like getting on the mic and like saying something and then changing the song you know yeah. ch- change, changing yeah. the vibe up uh there's only a couple spots that do that um I, I don't I don't really mind it. I like it because it, it just makes I feel like it makes me look like a better DJ or whoever's DJ it makes you look better because it's like, oh, mm-hmm. they're, you know, they uh, they plan this out and uh, the DJ actually, you know, cares. We're actually trying to please the uh, the clientele. So, yeah, yeah, we do that. over Yeah, here. I was I was once in Monaco with my with my friend. She played there and it, it was like every 15 minutes. There was bottle service, and she had to play the jingle. They had a special oh, jingle the same, for, for the, the same club. jingle yeah. each time. It's always the same, yeah. And wow, I, I thought it was so annoying because she couldn't get in in her set because every every fifteen minutes there was another guy ordering ten bottles, and they 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 came <laughs> out with the with the thing and the, and the sparks and everything. Yeah. 
every 15 minutes and the other table saw that oh let's let's order something else and i, I thought the whole night was about the the bottle service and the and, and the jingles who can order more bottles and it yeah. was not at all for for the dj you know I, no 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 it was a little sad for her but i th yeah i think it's it's this world you know yeah when i you, mean it is it is this world but then again like there's so many types of different nightclubs and venues and so many types of DJs like I would be that would probably bother me if was she playing like house music like a house set Mhm mm she was yeah so yeah, yeah. yeah she was that would probably that would that would probably bother me too because house is definitely one of those genres where you want to you want you want that long ramp of like building mm -hmm. and like you know like like you know playing for the crowd but keeping it uh just keeping that build nice and steady. And then if someone keeps coming out and you got to play some fucking jingle and then get back into yeah. your mix, that's a lot harder with house music. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It is the time kind of we live in that things are changing like that. But then again, it's like different venues. Like I, I wouldn't mind that at an open format club. Yeah. Like I would actually use that to my advantage. Like, all right, cool. I might need to get on the mic or play this jingle real quick. And then use that to get in a different part of my set mm -hmm. that, you know, it's a different, um, a different tempo or different style or genre of music. I would use that like, yo, what's up? We got some bottles out here. Give it up. They've been popping bottles all night, you know, you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah, play the jingle and then go into like something totally different and would, and would like re-energize the crowd. That That's mm -hmm. how I've seen kind of, I've seen some bigger Vegas DJs do that. And I've kind of adapted that to my set where it's like. You know, you can go two ways. It's you can use it to your advantage, or you can be like, "Oh, this is fucking up my set." But like I yeah, said, I different genres and different different genres of DJs. Yeah, some some DJs might not care, and some some might care. You know, how's the how's the electronic music scene in in San Diego? It's gotten a lot better since 2010. <laughs> oh, no, really? Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot a lot better, man. We got a lot of cool uh, producers out here. Um, uh, my buddy and business partner Cheyenne Giles and my good buddy Knock Two, they've been working together and they are working with like Tujamo, Tiesto, um uh those guys that just put out that song called Body uh Loud Luxury, I think they are. Um okay. so he's been working with them and they I would have to say those two guys are like the, the biggest producers in San Diego right now and they're putting out really good stuff. And it's not I mean it's a still aggressive, but it's got a lot of uh, like creativity in it. And uh we have a lot of cool like tech house like parties out here and mm -hmm. stuff, which I think I'm I, I don't want to say I'm really into tech house, but I do dig it and I do work it into my sets at the end of the night. I used to do a lot of like R and B at the end of the end of the night. And uh, I would say the last 15 to 20 minutes, I'll do like a tech house set because it's, it's really okay. popular right now and people enjoy it and I enjoy it because it's different. So, um, but yeah, the, the dance music scene on here is, it's uh, become something really, uh, really cool and a lot better, a lot better than 2010, yeah. I promise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, have to, I have to visit you, you guys again sometimes. I, I was in, in the States yeah, I I was just in Los Angeles and uh, two years ago, but uh, I had very little time to to call you up and have a drink. So yeah, but but next time I will for sure. Yeah, man, let let me know. It's uh it's a lot harder to uh, to try to get homies out here to dj because i always like to help and if, if someone's going to be in my mm -hmm. city i would love to try to uh you know plan out a gig or you know um but do yeah, something but, but i guess there's yeah i wouldn't have 
a chance when I when I have to play in a, in the club like like you do. Well, that's it, that's what I, I would say. I would definitely try to put you somewhere where I know you would fit. And there's definitely parties mm -hmm. like that and sets like that. I, I I know that now. And I think I mean, like we've said, it's been you know ten years since we've even yeah. seen each other. So. Um, I, I, I don't think I knew that back in the day. Like, I'm not even, you know, I would I would hate to book you at a gig these days where the promoter's coming up saying, play Electro, play mm -hmm. Electro. And, I, and yeah. I know, you know, what you play. So I would yeah. definitely fix that and put you at parties where it, it would be uh, it would be in your best interest, you know? Yeah. And how, how's your how's your traveling going? I think that's that's your big goal, right? To, to become a, a big traveling DJ, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's been my goal, um, and it's actually been hitting me in like the last year that I'm I'm doing well. I'm traveling a lot, but I was really really obsessed. I don't think I've ever said this uh, on a podcast to anybody, but I was obsessed with traveling for the longest time, and I guess I still am. But I just I just looked at it as being a traveling DJ was like a badge of honor. You know what I mean? Like it was like mm -hmm. you made it. Like this is like people will pay you to come to their city. And I just always like that was, you know, that was my main thing with DJing was, all right, I want to be good enough to where people will fly me to their city and DJ. And uh, I did, I, I, you know, I tried that for a long time and that was part of me, you know, going out to Switzerland. Um, and yeah, it's been doing, I've been doing a lot better with it. It's, it's just like everything else. It, it takes time to learn, um, to make sure everything is, you know, on point. Now I'm with an agency, so uh, I'm with Sleeping Giant Music, and they they help me out a ton with my traveling stuff. Um, and over the years, I've learned how to build relationships and how important that is, and uh, and then not to just build relationships in your own city, but outside of your own city, mm -hmm. and and how hard that can be because these days everybody it's so easy to text it's so easy to email it's so easy to call um and and, and it's, it's extra hard if you don't know that person if it's the um uh, if it's the talent buyer or the guy that does the bookings he's got a million djs that are hitting him up you know mm. so it's like i that was a big barrier of like all right how do i get to these outside cities how do i get booked out here if there's already a bunch of djs that are trying to get into these venues you know um so that was a, a steep learning curve to figure out you know how to do that and then i ended up figuring out putting my own little like twist on it and then it's been going pretty well i got yeah uh two or three monthly residencies outside of san diego so uh we're working on a couple more right now so nice is yeah. that the whole meme thing helping you with that yeah it actually yeah. is man really um yeah no it do i mean it, it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt at all um I think maybe people, um, I think people expect, not expect, but they think that I put more time into it than I really do. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, how, mu after, how, mu how much time is it? Um, to be honest, man, like I have it down to a system where, you know, my, my stories stay up for 24 hours. So, you know, it's, it's once a day, probably. I mean, I could, I can bust out the uh, exact numbers. I think it's like two <laughs> hours a day. It's not that bad. I mean, that to, okay. for some people that could be bad or, or couldn't be bad. But for me, I've already seen the end result and people aren't looking at my memes going like, Ooh, he's a good DJ. They're just, yeah. they're just looking at going, Oh, this guy is like entertaining. Like he seems yeah. like a funny dude and it's a bonus. If I'm a good DJ, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
And when I go to a new city and I DJ at a new nightclub and I do a decent job, you know, like everyone's stoked on my set. Good job. Sometimes having an Instagram account that keeps people's attention will win them over. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If there's a group of DJs and they all, they all do their set at the nightclub and they're like, who's, who's more memorable. You know what I'm saying? They were all good. They're all DJs. They all killed it. Who cares? Like the crowd's going to be here no matter what. Let's get this guy. Like he seems like he's a cool dude. He's down to earth. He doesn't take anything too serious. You know, mm-hmm. so that, I think yeah, that's that true. way, yeah, it, it just helps. And it's like I said, it's like one or two hours out of my day and I'm going to be on there anyways. So might as well yeah. make, make some memes and uh, make fun of some people. Yeah. And also I think in this, in this time you have to, you have to do more than just DJing. You have to build something around you to, yeah, to keep the attention from the people and give yourself a little more worth. Than, yeah. than just just a yeah. DJ, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's when a- I first when I first started DJing and I was in San Diego, I, my main goal was to get into the bigger nightclubs in San Diego, and I, I started noticing that if I the more I went out and the more I partied with people, um, the more I would get booked because mm-hmm. people people see that promoters and managers see that they see your Instagram story, they see you on Snapchat partying with people and like, oh, this guy is out. He's like a politician for like nightclubs. He's out there yeah. partying with people all the time, making, you know, making friends. And then when he DJs, um, then people come out to see him. So mm-hmm. I, I started noticing that and I was like, okay, I'm going to go out and it's just partying. Like it's, it's fine. It's, it's fun. Like it's not hard. So it was, you know, every day of the week, if I was DJing two or three times, the other nights of the week, I would be going out. Um, and then I started noticing that I didn't want to go out a lot. Like I was just getting tired. I was like, man, I can't party like this anymore. So what I had to do, I didn't know I was doing it was Instagram was taking that, um, that attention for me. So at first it started with me partying with people and face to face contact and like, Hey, what's up? Where's the after party? Let's go. Let's go. Let's party on and on. And then I started moving out of that phase as I got older. I'm like, dude, I can't be partying every night. Like I I can't wake up at 2 PM on, you know, on the weekends. Like I, I just don't want that for my life, you know? Um, and then when Instagram came around, I started just posting memes, just figuring stuff out. Oh, this is funny, you know? And, uh, then I was like, wait a minute, I could keep people's attention and have my name in their mouth without being at like an after party or partying with people yeah. or, or meeting up with dinner. It sounds antisocial, but it kind of is. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, so if I get a bunch of followers on Instagram, these people will still mention my name. They'll still mm-hmm. think that I'm like relative. And it just started falling in place. So now it's like... Yeah. I, when I'm off my night, when I'm my night off, one or two nights off, um, you, you know, I don't memes. have, yep, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I'm on my so phone, but I don't, yeah, I don't have to be out. It's out, go out and party and go, uh, you know, air quotes network and get all mm-hmm. fucked up, you know, drink, uh, you know, drink until you can't fucking talk anymore or, you know, take the night off and just spend. And right now it's like my Instagram's running on just, you know fumes whatever like it just you know people are on there i'm not i just post memes every once in a while i don't have to be there you know interacting with people but i really feel like that's how um you know that's how it went it it, i was out there networking and i still go out but now i'm i'm going out of the city so if i have a night off i'll fly to vegas i'll fly to san francisco i'll fly to houston and actually still you know uh meet managers and um 
you know, talent buyers, but actually meet them face to face. But for the rest of the stuff, like people that want to come out and party or they want to listen to me DJ, like, you know, my, my press kit is basically my Instagram, you know? And as long as I'm keeping people's attention with that, I think, you know, I have a, a a winning chance at the uh, DJ mag top 100. (laughs) Just kidding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good luck with that. Bro. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah a, that's a little bit out of my league, but I, I need more than forty thousand followers on Instagram to win that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but but you also you also produce your own music. I think that's that, that's you have to. That's also a good way to get to get known internationally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Um, that's that's another thing, and that's been another um, part of my life that I've had to like work work in to you know my actual, you know, daily routine is, um, you know, original music. And that's, that's like you said, that's another thing you can't, a good DJs are good. I can, I can see a lot of DJs that are talented and they're better than me and they could kill it if they wanted to, but they don't, um, they don't adapt and overcome. They Mm -hmm. don't, they don't morph. They don't, they're not a chameleon. They don't want to do that. They're like, well, I don't, I don't write music or I want to write the music that I want to write. I want to play the music that I want to play. That's cool. Do your thing, but you're going to get stuck in your DJ career and, or maybe, maybe you won't, but for the most part in my genre and my kind of like open format, DJs are like little baby celebrities. Like we have our own little like brand. You need to, you need to be bigger than life. You need to be surreal. Mm -hmm. And some DJs don't want to do that. And that's, that's cool. That's fine. But these days, man, there's so many different platforms, you know, um, I, I don't afraid to say, huh? You're on TikTok? You're on TikTok too? No, I haven't, but I'm trying (laughs) to figure out, see, see, this is funny. You brought it up because I have it, but I don't know what to do yet, and I watch it, and it's so cringy. I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm get, I guess I'm getting old because I look at it, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, Who I think so people? too. What? Yeah, I think but, we are a little bit out, too old for that. Yeah, I, I think we are, but I think we could pull it off. Like, but it, like what I mean is like, it has to be your own brand. It has to be me. It has to be genuine. So I'm not just gonna, I'm not gonna like hop on there and start dancing to like a Diplo song and yeah. like. <laughs> You know, like hopefully go viral. I want to do it like my my way. And like I said, I have it on my phone. I just haven't had any ideas for it. But like I said, man, like that, that will, I don't know. I, the best, the best word to use isn't stuck, but like you definitely get froze in a time period cons- um, uh, considering what, how old you are. So like I'm mm-hmm. 36 and TikTok might be my like my all end, you know. I yeah, might be I like, dude, so too, I'm too yeah. old. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're 72. <laughs> Shit, bro, you look good. <laughs> no, I thought I I think so too. Oh, I thought you're 72. I'm like, damn, no, no, Patrick. I, I, I'm 30. I'm 36. Also. Oh, okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so this no, might be, you know, yeah, this that, might be the TikTok where it's, you know, the app where we're like, dude, I'm out. And that's that's mm-hmm. cool. I know DJs that are older than me that are like barely on Instagram. And that's that you're mm-hmm. going to get frozen in that time period. And like you have to yeah. do something else. You know, you have to you can't be that guy that, you know, is like, no, I'm good. I don't want to do that. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but I wouldn't be mad if Instagram and Facebook and everything goes away, to be honest. I wouldn't be mad. So if if it went away and everybody was on like the level playing field, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. I'd be I'd be mm-hmm. down with that. You know, I go I go out and um, hang up posters again. So it's all good. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Damn, I haven't, yeah. I haven't hung out, po- I haven't hung posters or flyers in a long time. I still I see know, them. Me, Good me for neither. You. Because I, I just, I'm just saying, when Instagram and Facebook and everything is going away, I put up some posters. I get my old stuff back with the the boss stitch, you know, uh, stapler gun. <laughs> yeah, the stapler thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I thought I, you said that you are still doing that. No, 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 oh. not yet. Because when the internet I was gonna say, is that's off, very that's very hipster mm-hmm. of you if you are. No, no, <laughs> no, no. But I I still do I still do flyers and stuff and and physical objects for my for my promotion. I love I love to do that. Yeah, you know? that's good. That's really smart. Yeah. And I yeah. I think I still have your t shirt somewhere. Your life is good, Shoney Shoney t shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It's still somewhere from two thousand twelve, I think. Yeah. Good man, jeez, yeah. that yeah, that was I was bit I was big on that doing like a lot of merchandise and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. now I do do shirts and sweatshirts, but now I actually sell them like through a website. But oh man, I used to do I used to do CDs. I remember printing out yeah, CDs too. on my own. Just I I I think I counted like over four thousand CDs, but it really helped like making those mixtapes yep. and sending them people and handing them out because yep. I still have people ten years later. They're like, I still have your CD, or they send yep. me a picture. And it's like it's mind blowing, you know. I mean, just no, a same thing. Can, yeah, yeah. Mixtape can like change someone's life. They can be like, dude, I love this thing, you know, and they're gonna keep it forever. Um, and times have changed because you know, even USB sticks now are gonna be phased out. You know, like all yeah, the, uh, Apple has the USB C, so it's like that made everything the old USB 2.0 like obsolete. So now I'm like, mm-hmm. shit, man. Like, what's next? You yeah. know, it's. I feel like everything's just going to like. Uh, you know, kind of like social media and online and streaming like that. So it's like, wow, mm-hmm. like even it, sometimes it's good to have business cards, but it's like now it's just like, dude, just look me up on uh, Instagram, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I know a lot, a lot of people when I play corporate events and, and stuff, I always uh, carry my business card with me because those kind of people, they need a physical business card to put in their pocket or they have their their Rolodex or something. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. 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 But but back in the day, my my mix CD also uh, get got me started. I I pressed five five thousand CDs, and those CDs I I sent everywhere and I gifted them away. And really, those five thousand CDs got me started in the in the business. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, but it's yeah. When when a, a young DJ asks me how do I get started today, it's really hard to to tell them something, right? Because it's it's hard because because not even uh, it, the mixes online, the people are not even listening to them because Mixcloud is also changing their system, and you cannot. Put through you can you can put something on on SoundCloud because they 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 strike you. And yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's it's really hard. What do you say when a when a young DJ comes to you? Um, when someone asks me that kind of question, I I just usually say I used to say go out and network and meet people because you can't you know you can't fake a genuine connection and uh, 
you know, that's uh, you can fake a CD, you can fake an actual mix, you can make it in Ableton, which there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, I think if you're trying to get booked at like a, a venue that they want you live DJing, you should probably record a live mix. Um, I used to say that, but I think these days I'm more of just like being in the game for 10 years. I guess my 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 only advice is just start just 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 start somewhere. You got to do something like just look at it very vague. You want to start DJing at a nightclub. Just take the first part of that sentence. I want to DJ. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So go DJ places. Like that's you know what I'm saying? Like there's uh I talked about this in an episode of my own podcast probably like a couple weeks ago with my buddy Dom and he's a DJ and we were talking about how um it's it's tough because uh, music and DJing, that whole industry has become something so big. Um, you have big festivals, you have big nightclubs in Vegas that that's all like young, some of the young kids see. So it's like, how do I do that? How do I get that? And they're passing mm. all this little stuff up. Like, yo, I'm not trying to say like I was, you know, you know, uh, crawling through the trenches. Like, you know, I had to do so much to get to where I am. I have, but there's so much little stuff you need to start at. Like you just, to, to make you a better person and to make you a better DJ, you gotta, you gotta go DJ at the bar. That's only going to pay you $50. You know, you have to do this, you have to show up and someone got double booked and they're like, Oh, sorry, we can't pay you. You know, stuff like that. You just, basically you just need to start. And it's hard these days. Like I said, because there's such these such big events and glamour and and djing is just being glamorized which is cool that's awesome for us that's basically why i'm you know making a living off it because it's being glamorized and i'm you know Mm -hmm. basically you know cashing in so it's like but but kids are seeing that and younger uh djs are seeing this and it's like blinding them to be like dude there's a bunch of work behind it like don't get you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. you know there's so much to do and to to level up and to to get that foundation that uh, you just you just gotta start like just start DJing somewhere like don't don't yeah, think you're just gonna yeah. pop you know pop up and just yeah. uh, start doing nightclubs or whatever yeah, you want to do yeah just start somewhere and do, did you experience because getting started as a DJ is so much easier now than than twelve thirteen years ago um, did the, did is the it club go? I mean is it yeah do you think I I think so because now are we talking Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, all they have to do is to buy a controller and a laptop and get get mixing, you know? Yeah, but I mean, and are we talking about like making a living or are we just cuz yeah, DJing's DJ's DJing is really easy to get into if you just want to DJ house parties for the rest of your life. That's fine. You could do that, you know? Yeah. I mean, do you, you know that but saying also, like DJing yeah. is such a it's such a vague thing to say like it's just when people say that, I, I don't get it. I'm like, I mean, is it easy to get into DJing? I guess it is. But is it easy to be like DJ Vice or Tiesto? I, they're DJs. Or is it easy to be yeah, a yeah. DJ that's just a local guy? You know, it's such a, yeah, the, there's the so thing, many different yeah. levels. Well, the thing that I want to, to, to go, uh, to, to go is the, the, the question, did you realize at the clubs is the money going down for for everybody because it's easier to get a, a young DJ who wants a chance to play the opening spot. So a DJ who has to make a living off of it gets less money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've had um, I've talked about this a couple times, and it's not so much the younger 
uh, crowd or the younger DJ that just wants to, he just wants to DJ. So he'll do it for cheaper, but it's also those people that have other jobs and it's, and DJing is just their hobby. I've known plenty of people like this and I had a couple mm-hmm. friends that worked at guitar center and then they would DJ. And of course they didn't, they were like, yeah, I'll just do it for a hundred bucks, 150. Cause it's a hobby. And I don't blame mm-hmm. them. That that's cool. Um, and then I do see that, you know, like you're saying, you know, um, some people take less, you know, like basically uh, undercut, but um, I think it's our job as DJs, if you want to live off DJing and pay rent or pay mortgage and have a, you know, a pretty decent lifestyle, it's your job to outshine those other DJs or just make your, make your brand stand out from, from everyone else. So if that guy's mm-hmm. going to take that gig for 200, $300 less from you instead of complaining and being like, well, fuck dude, like I'm trying to make a living here. You better invest in your brand. You better, that's your job to make Mm -hmm. yourself look better or be better and just market yourself better. Like I'm, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I think it's our job instead of, instead of just sitting there complaining and just being like, well, this guy's, you know, undercutting me. Like, well, he's undercutting you for a reason, man. Like, you got to make yourself look better to where the club doesn't think twice about paying you what you want, you know? Yeah, that's that's a really good argument. How how long do you make a living now for as a DJ? Uh, I'd have to say 10 years. Yeah, it's been... 10 it's years, been a, yeah. yeah. Me too. I'm, I'm like uh, 2008. Yeah, I'm like, you know, 11 or something. Yeah. Um, it's but it's getting better, right? With the, um, with the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely getting getting better, which is I, I feel like I don't want to say that because it is a fact that um, DJ the DJ budget has dropped tremendously in the last 10 years. But mm-hmm. I think it's like a portfolio, like a stock portfolio, like with your gigs. You have to you have to mix and match your gigs and like, all right, what's good for me? You know, like you can't expect the same amount from every venue. So you have to move it around and make it your own, you know, uh, your kind of own, own formula. Um, since I've began DJing and I, uh, each year when I've done my taxes, I've made more and more and more each year. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this is good. I'm getting somewhere like the, it's going up. Um, and I have work, I do work more now, um, especially being on an agency, they have me doing a lot of local stuff. Um, so I do work more, but I am getting paid more. Um, so I don't know, man, I really, that's one thing I can't figure out. Um, and I'm not trying to brag, but I've, I've been making more, you know, uh, more than the, the previous year, you know, each and every year coming. So, And, but also I know that it's the, the, the budgets have dropped. So I think it's just find your lane, like, you know, yeah. like the certain gigs and make yourself desirable to where people will pay you, um, that pretty penny, you know? Yeah. But you are able to, to keep your fee or go up each year. Um, because the, oh, so the DJ- I, I Yeah. I keep going I, I, I keep going up each year and but I make sure it's worth it like I said you know um, you know and, that, and that's another thing like people are more uh, liable to pay you more if uh, you know you have a bigger following um, mm-hmm. but that that on Instagram but that goes in with a package of like you know this is a brand this is me you know uh, people people are interested in what I have to mm-hmm. say or what you know I have to put on Instagram people are gonna you know, But I, I wonder how how's the money is the money also better for corporate events than, than clubs? 
Uh, it's always. Uh, I I feel like it's always better um, than corporate gigs are always better money wise than uh, mm-hmm. nightclubs. More steady too because uh, yeah. You know these uh these you know you're working with uh, bigger companies and their corporate companies uh they they just they just have more money they're willing to pay for more talent better talent, um, but then again how's there not being as creative you're not doing kind of what you want which is cool you know I love doing corporate gigs man I love seeing that money mm-hmm. <laughs> coming through yeah um do you but, do you also do private private stuff yeah I do uh probably the same amount as I do corporate stuff probably a couple probably like. Two or three times a month, two or three parties or okay. uh, events. Yeah, cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, it's, yeah, it's it's not. Um, I do a lot of corporate stuff and private stuff, but the the thing is, when I have, like like in the summer when I do a lot of things, I I don't have any club things to post, so I don't post anything, and people sometimes are talking, oh. Does he even play uh, anymore? The pleasure, and and I was on the road all summer long because they didn't see me at the clubs. You know, is this, is is this a, also a problem with you? But or are you still? Um, can you play the clubs all year long? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm fortunate enough to be able to play nightclubs all year long, especially different parts of the country. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes in certain areas, uh, winter is, um, a very busy season for some of these nightclubs. And then, you know, in California, obviously summer is, you know, big for us that time of year. Um, but I see what you're saying with, in your situation where, uh, you know, if you don't play a lot of nightclubs during the winter or you're on the road making money being, you know, successful, but people don't see it online. No, no. Um, you know, I guess that's when you got to get creative with it, you know, or just once a month, try to take a nightclub gig, even if it doesn't, if it doesn't pay well, no, or, you know, doing know. a throwback, throwback Thursday post of you in the nightclub, you know, I don't know. There's, mm-hmm. there's different ways to do it. I'm sure you can figure out, but yeah, I, uh, I, know. I, I see that. I mean, I, no, because I, I it's, it's, it's hard sometimes to take a picture when I'm at a, a corporate event and usually I'm not allowed to take pictures or or film or something when the party is is still going. So it's very sad always to to make a picture from this DJ setup with the empty dance floor, you know. So I don't <laughs> even so I don't even post that. I did I did a yeah. little compilation a few a uh, few months ago with all those uh, DJ setups in front in front of the empty dance floor. I did a little compilation yeah. on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but it's 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 a very very sad look always. So oh, always yeah. it's tough. Even even yeah. when it's a packed party, it's really tough to make to make it actually look popping. Like you could post the yep. picture and be, it doesn't do it justice. You're like, no man, it was nope. really going wild. Uh, you know what you could do yep. too is uh, maybe you know get like a, a photographer. I don't know if you can do that. Like they don't want you taking pictures like at all, or they don't want like yeah. the DJ taking pictures. No, it's it's sometimes hard because the people or or the the CEO is 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 drunk and falling around and stuff. So because of because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you you're froze some minutes Am I ago. Really? Yeah. Am I still froze? Can you can you unfroze unfreeze please? How do I? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I had to do that. 
You can still hear the audio, right? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you just fine. But huh. I, I like to see you, but you froze. How, I I'm not sure how to uh, unfreeze. Should to be we honest. should we uh, call call again or can you can you see me alright? Yeah, yeah, I can see you fine. Oh, really? Because this is a Swiss internet, you know. It's working <laughs> really good. <laughs> um, I guess we can recall. I mean, are you recording the uh, the video? No. No, no. Okay. Yeah, let's just, just leave it because then we have to. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to mess up the audio. Right. You know. Let's just leave. Is that cool? All right. It's cool. So I put you down. So I have to don't see your free frozen face. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be probably coming out to Switzerland probably next year or something to hang out with some family, you know. Go nice. See some, uh, with the rapist. What? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the the story? Please tell me the story again. With, I don't <laughs> with, your, with your cousin at the, at the backstage club. You know, remember that one? The no. rapist, oh, you're the talking rapist about incident. <laughs> I don't remember the rapist history. I remember him being really drunk and like trying to punch like a, a trash can. Oh yeah. my God. I don't remember the rapist though. What was that? Please tell me. Yeah, I don't, um, I can't, I can't exactly remember the story, but he's just somehow dancing with the girl from behind and, and the security threw him out. Oh yeah. And, and after he tried to explain to you I wasn't raping her or something. <laughs> remember? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember that. I forgot about backstage. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> and yeah, like like two years ago, we went to a wedding in Mallorca and he was there also with a no other way. guy. Yeah. And and we came, ah, oh, he's a rapist. And he's like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me rapist. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That was so uh fun. that was my cousin. Um yeah. Manuel, yeah. Holy shit. I forgot mm -hmm. about shout that. Out. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the rapist. <laughs> shout oh, out shit. to the rapist. <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. I was like, wait, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. <laughs> the rapist. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that was a fun that was a fun trip, man. Um yeah, I gotta, I gotta come out there again. That was, uh, mm -hmm. that was really enjoyable. Um, yeah, I hope, yeah. Uh, I hope I can hook you up some somewhere. Would be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, we're working like me and uh, Sleeping Giant and the uh, the agents. We're trying to work on some like some some out of country stuff out in uh, Hong Kong and some other places. But mm -hmm. it's so tough doing that, you know. So there's yeah. such long flights you got to pay so much money i don't expect you know nightclubs to uh pay for all that so i have to i have yeah. to figure it out myself but yeah but um you know from from my perspective from our perspective in switzerland when we can go to the to the united states to play it's the bigger thing and you from the united states you guys want out to play so uh we cannot understand that quite Right, you know. Yeah, because, well, yeah. I mean, I think it, I think it's just it's the same. It's 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 a, it's the same thing. It's just a little. It's just a little like kind of distorted, I guess, in a way because yeah. we 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 look at it. At least I I I can't say for every DJ, but I look at it as 
it's good for the resume. It's looking good mm-hmm. that I'm getting out of the country. That is, if I do if I do it twice a year, like that's outstanding. Um, it's not mm-hmm. so much of like, oh shit, you're going to Switzerland. Like, yeah. you know, people <laughs> will be like, wow, dude, so you're going to Switzerland? That's crazy. And then they're like what the hell like are they clubs out there you know what i'm saying yeah. and that's yeah, same yeah. with out of state stuff like i go to oklahoma, oklahoma city on a, a monthly basis and people are like damn dude that's dope uh mm-hmm. what's in oklahoma city i'm like dude there's dope there's awesome nightclubs man you know um so i think it's the same thing it's just more of when you guys come out here it's more of like a destination like whoa yeah. like they won't even ask about the nightclub they'll just be like damn you dj in la like you know you're yeah. in california um, yeah, that's I'm, true. You know what I'm but saying? That, so yeah, do you do you have still places you can't reach in the United States? Like, what are your what are your dream destinations to play in the United States? Uh, I I wouldn't say that they're dream destinations. I would just say But I want to. Dream, I mean, yeah. I guess so. It's not any more of just I want to play at a place. I just more of want to build a relationship and have more residencies. So that's 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 where the money is too, and that's where you can build you know a good crowd and good following in a different city is being out there every month. Um, I I I'm, I I want to be out in Vegas. Vegas is really hard because there's a bunch of great DJs out there already, and they're just doing their thing. So I need to basically you know um, make it to where I'm desirable for the talent booker in Vegas to book me out there, make it worth mm. it. So that's kind of something I'm working on. Obviously, I would love a residency in San Diego. I'm working on it, you know, doing my thing. Um, other than that... Um, in, in San Diego? You you live in San Diego, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. talking about Vegas. Aha, uh-huh, Vegas, okay. Yeah, yeah Las Vegas. So <clears throat> obviously, places like that, Las Vegas, New York, um, Chicago. I mean, I've d- DJed in all these places, but to get a residency... You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Be out there monthly, be out there quarterly, you know, something like that. That's uh, that's my dream gig. Not like where, but like how often and can I build okay. a relationship with these people? Yeah. So that's that's more of it. Um, obviously, there is other stuff. Like I would love to go out to Switzerland once a year or go to Hong Kong once a year and, and DJ. Um, but, you know, I, I'm not. I've learned to like step out of the thinking of just doing one gig and then bouncing, you know, like, okay, cool. Thanks. You know, later. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Um, I definitely want to, you know, build a relationship and get out there more often and, uh, you know, build something with some people. Do you, do you know our Swiss DJ export guys? Uh, do you know? no, I don't. DJ Cruz. Yeah, Cruz is one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I know I've I've known Cruz. I met Cruz I think when I was out there um with you. He's a really cool guy. I still get his emails. I think that's it. And then um is it uh Steve Smooth? Your friend Steve Steve is Steve? Steve Steve Supreme. Supreme, sorry. Uh-huh, uh yeah. Steve, Steve uh Smooth is like, I think a guy out here, my bad. Yeah. Supreme. Uh I know him. <laughs> yeah. uh, how's Smooth. he doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't see him for a long time. I invited him on my podcast, but um, he didn't wrote back. So mm. that's that. But um, another big guy is EDX. It's from yes. Switzerland. No shit. He's really from Switzerland? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's from Zurich, yeah. Uh, yeah, this guy and uh, the Adriatic guys, they do deep electronic music. 
And hmm. who else we have? Like Nura in Pure. Uh, what's her name? Nora and Pure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's from it, Switzerland? Yeah. It's also oh, from, from the EDX camp. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, but the, I think the, the biggest newcomer, it's, it's DJ Cruz. Yeah. He's doing, he's doing really, really well. But he's too shy really? to do my podcast. So DJ Cruz, komm vorbei, man. Was läuft? Schreib einfach, komm. Yeah. Too much money in the bank account, remember? Too much money in the bank account. What, you know? so, what song You're, was that? <laughs> DJ Ooh. Antoine, that's another, that's yeah. another guy. Yeah. That was, I think that's song? the same. No, 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 not at all. No. <laughs> I just okay. remember, I just remember laughing at it because it was yeah. like that era we keep talking about, like 2010, yeah. where it was like the party up-tempo <laughs> rapping. Like, Welcome kept, to Saint-Tropez. <laughs> too much yeah, money yeah. in the bank account. <laughs> yes. No, that's the one. <laughs> that's, that's the, the one. one. I still, I think I still have it on my laptop. I downloaded it because I think I wanted uh, to play it out there. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that was a really, really bad time. I yeah, it's it's, it's getting better. It's getting oh, better, yeah. definitely. It's got it's gotten a lot better everywhere, you know. Yep. Well, that's yep. that's how we uh, get new music and build sounds is just going through shitty stuff, you know, shitty music. Not saying that so you know, that was shitty, but we went through definitely times where we don't want to revisit those songs, you know. No, I say it was shitty, but it now <laughs> now I think we. Um, the 2020s, we have to go somewhere else, like we were, you know. Yeah. But I, I don't know where it's going. What do you think? Um, because in the last last two years, I think it was down tempo, the the reggaeton vibe, the Afro vibe, and yeah. now it has to go somewhere else. But what do you think? <clears throat> I mean. It's it's hard to say because like I, like I've mentioned before, there's so many different outlets for music that we could have five DJs in a room and be and you could have just said what you just said like uh, you know Afro beats and down tempo and then you could have one DJ that disagrees with that because he's listening to a total different platform you know mm -hmm. and then you talk to me I'm in nightclubs and I'm like. You know, what are you talking about, dude? It's been all about hip hop for the five the past five years, you know, because that's what I play at, you know, nightclubs. And then you can get someone that's into the tech house scene and be like, no, man, we're, we're tech house has been hot for this long. So I think it's uh, it, it's hard. It's hard to say, man. I don't know where anything's like really going. Um, I feel like it's every other week I'm discovering like a new genre or new something, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned Afro beats. Like I've been kind of into Afro beats for the last year. I don't play it out, but I listen to it. I'm like, Oh my God, this is awesome. I can, um, uh, I can hear some of the Afro beat sounds and like other sounds, you know, that, that have made the radio or top forties. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I don't know, man. It's, uh, I do what, some things I've heard is like I I, I do dig um, the thing that uh, Migos is the Migos has done uh, with hip hop is rapping and bringing their very um, urban style of hip hop and bringing it into pop culture or, or just pop music mm -hmm. in general. So I think they have a couple songs out like if they if the Migos do like a Taylor Swift song like. That would be unheard of like five, six mm -hmm. years ago, or maybe even longer. 
but that yeah, has become true. like a thing. And I, I think it might be because there might not be as much money in music as we think there is, or we've thought there is, but I like that crossover or, you know, Ed Sharon with, um, you know, uh, Tyga, like, and, but it's a mm-hmm. top 40 song, you know what I'm saying? So I, I really, I think that kind of has, has stood out to me. And I think we might be headed in that direction where, um, albums are going to become more, um, formulaic. Obsolete. Yeah. Obsolete, but yeah. formulaic yeah. in a way where it's like, okay, here's your radio song or here are your yeah. two radio songs. Let's get Ed Sheeran on this one and Taylor Swift on this one. Um, mm-hmm. speaking of uh, the album will be like a rap album, say, you know, Tyga puts it out and then you got your hood stuff. So let's get 21 Savage and, um, you know, who else? Um, uh, Bobby Schmurder on this one. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's very formulaic. Like each song has its own purpose. And I feel like that's kind of like where we're going. So maybe you're right though. Maybe uh, albums are going to be obsolete soon and it's just going to be all about singles, you know, like just uh, getting really cool collabs with different artists that you might not mm-hmm. have, um, you know, thought of before. Like I'm, I'm waiting for like an Adele and Tyga song to come out. Like it sounds funny, <laughs> yeah. but you know that's yeah. where it's going. You know, they could pull it off. It might be a new, uh, a new sound that people haven't mm-hmm. heard of. What's your, what would be your favorite tempo to play? Um, right now, I would have to say, um, probably around a hundred, a hundred BPM. Yeah, There's uh, nice. it's it's also the the dance monkey is is big, yeah yeah dance yeah, monkey yeah. um by yeah, oh, damn I forget the name of the artist yeah I don't know either something I I want to say it's uh tone something like with tone yeah tones and I yeah 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 tones and I so yeah. uh yeah that's a yeah. good track that reminds me of like the same genre as like I took a pill in Ibiza like that kind of like kind of EDM. But mm-hmm. you know, top 40s will probably be around for the next year, and it's just going to disappear. But that's a that's a good song. It's a good uh, it's a good song to work into your set to level it out a little bit. You know, um, yeah. But I I think when I when I play the uh, at a club, it's always the same few songs that get the people really really excited since the last 10 years. It's always the same songs. Do you feel Do you feel the same? Um. Yes and like no. I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm talking like like "Can't Hold Us Down" from Macklemore, or or three uh, times yeah from Chris Brown and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean that that's true. Um, I, and then also you got that's from the last ten years. Um, and then you also you got the you know the stuff like you know Usher, yeah, like all the classics. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I I think. So the way I work is like I'll have my, uh, my so say my hip hop folder that's uh, anything from 99 to like 104 BPM. I usually start building it. I just dump a bunch of tracks in there, and it's like, okay, what's gonna get everyone moving from the new folder? You know, this month. Mm-hmm. And lately, it's been uh, Tyga uh, uh, Macarena. Um, that's yep. like a, probably one of the newer tracks that I'm playing right now, and I'll play that and find a, a spot for that in my set um, until you know, nobody likes it anymore. Nobody dances to it. Then when I'm no. done with it, like I move it to a different folder, like, okay, this isn't hot anymore. I see what you're saying. Uh, there's, there's those kind of party tracks that just stick around. Um, 
but you've, I guess you just got to be really selective with all the new stuff. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like a, a big one is, um, I like it like that by, uh, or just, I think it's called, I like it by, uh, Lizzo. No, no, no. Uh, that, that's another one too. Lizzo's is a good one, but I, that's just way too, it's way too like, I don't know. It's too catchy. Like people are going to not like it next year. Um, Cardi okay. B, I like it. So that's a, that's a, like another good one. Cardi B, I like it. Like th- that just gets people going. Um, but like I said, we're only going to be able to play it for so long unless it becomes like a oh, classic. Yeah. Can you hear that? So, no. No? Okay. I thought it's, it's going to work. Ah, this one. Yeah, I like it like that. Oh, it's really slow, huh? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's yep. real slow. But I mean, there's a remix. Uh, Dylan Francis did a pretty good remix of it. I'm sure there's redrums or there's mashups of it. But you know, just I mean, I don't know. You got you got to really do uh, your homework with that mm. stuff, I guess. But I'm, I mean, you, you know, are I'm right always, about. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm always a little little scared to play the new stuff because when I play something new, new, really new, the people doesn't don't know it yet. So they don't they don't dance and I play something older and they go crazy and I think okay let's stick to the old shit so we have uh, so we have fun tonight so yeah sometimes it's really hard because like you said everybody has their own charts and their own um, favorite tracks so it's sometimes really hard to to find the one song that everybody knows the one new song you know like yeah. dance monkey because it's it's on the number one since four weeks and that's why they know it and that's why it's really hard to play number 12 who's uh, the song who's entering new in number 12 it's hard to play this one and not nobody uh, knows it yet yeah. so i'm staying away sometimes from the absolutely new songs and wait until everybody knows them oh yeah so, for sure for yeah. sure that's that's what i yeah. do man i'm ne- i'm never I'm, I'm i'll be honest i'm never the dj that's like trying to break a record i mean if i really mm-hmm. love it i'm like man this thing is great it's gonna blow up but it, it, i'm not trying to sacrifice a dance floor for it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so uh yeah you gotta be real careful with that stuff um and it's tough, man. I, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good songs that I'm like, oh, this is gonna make it. I'm gonna I'm gonna this is gonna be in my set for the next four years, and it just doesn't mm-hmm. make it. No one no one ever no. dances to it. So, yeah. What's what's one song who who's still in your set since since the last six, uh, let's say one year? What's the uh, one song one do you year. still play? Like like one year. Let me see. Let me bring up my Strata real quick, and I'll bring up the. Uh, the play count um i can oh, tell your you play counts yeah i've been doing that a lot yeah, yeah. lately um <laughs> let's see uh for the last year you want to just do the last year let's see um uh mi gente is definitely one of oh. them that was two, i want to yeah, say that's two, true two years ago yep, yep. um uh let's see um big bank by YG, um, that was two years ago, uh, a little less than two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Uh, let me see. Uh, finesse, 
that uh that was about two years oh, really? ago yeah finesse yeah. i definitely work finesse um in my set a lot uh, right now my set's pretty much uh pretty much built of mostly hip-hop uh rap and then yeah. you know stuff like you know top pop music bruno mars cardi b that type of stuff where it's mm -hmm. not really considered anything it's just pop um and then you know it's new I've jack swing it wasn't work i love the song but it it's it wasn't working here in switzerland which one because it's the finesse bruno mars and cardi b really yeah it's it was not working because it no was way. too cool and too new jack swing and too it's yeah it's a good song but it's it wasn't working here wow that's 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 crazy See, that mm -hmm. would be like my go-to track, not go-to, but I would be, if I went to DJ in Switzerland, I'd be like, all right, they're going to they're gonna love this. You know, this is this is a safe song, but wow, no. that's interesting. When you come here, you uh, you can do nothing wrong with uh, Danza Koduro. Oh, it's, of course. It's it's still a big, really, really big one here. Suavemente? What about that? Uh, suavemente. Do you guys know that? No. Suavemente... Wow. Ah, with the... Uh, no. Just Suave. Suavemente. Yeah, that's the one. I, I, I play that with uh, Danza Okuro. Uh, uh -huh. yeah, Out I of Nair. Mohombi and Pitbull. I mean, uh, he probably he probably did a remix of it or something. Um, yeah, that's interesting that Finesse, Finesse didn't work. Um, no. So, I mean, those are some of those top tracks I've played in the last two years that I just constantly play because they're good uh, good for the dance floor. And then, of course, I got all the throwbacks. And I have a lot of newer ones, newer hip-hop ones that I play. But, um, you know, No Limit was great by Jeezy, uh, Cardi B. Mm -hmm. That was, that geez, that was 2017. That was three years ago. Um there's a lot of like 80 BPM stuff that I'll play. Taki uh, Taki was dope. Uh, DJ Snakes and oh, Gomez. Yeah. yeah, all the reggaeton stuff is working really, really well. Yeah, I've noticed that in yeah. Switzerland when I was out there. A lot of like uh, yeah. dance hall and reggaeton is really big. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. And do you do you have to still play the the clean versions in the club? Is this is this a thing? No, no, not at all. No. Okay. No. Cool. Because yeah. I I never download the. The, the the clean versions. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. You I guys, don't either. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Um, maybe okay. at private or corporate events that ask for it, maybe. But oh, even really? even Is then, there... like even then, I can squeeze off like. There's some songs that have cursing or they're explicit, but it's not like totally no totally noticeable, you know. Okay. Okay. So yeah. it's it's not like a thing like when a comic is doing a set somewhere, and they say you have to do it clean. It's it's not a thing, huh? No, no, not at all. Okay, no. Okay, that's good. I don't think I'd be DJing if it was. I have a thing about clean edits. I don't. I don't really. If I have to, you know, I'm doing a wedding. Obviously, yeah. But I, uh, I've uh, when I grew up, yeah. I was all about just having the regular explicit version. I hated all the clean. Yeah. Like they would muted out or something you know so yeah my most played track until now with 27 plays is shy guy from diana king really <laughs> yeah Fun. shy guy i don't even know if i know that one. Oh, that's diana a dope king. track man yeah i don't even have it yeah no it's from 
I don't know, somewhere from the 90s, I think. I don't wanna fly, I just wanna shy. Mercy, mercy, huh. mercy. Yeah? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that one. That's a good song. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I think uh, I would love to see my place from since I bought Cerrado, you know? Not just from few yeah, few months ago. I had this conversation with the DJ a couple of weeks ago about how I yeah. feel like Serato has the information of because it has your history. So why couldn't it just yeah. turn the history into plays and then show you? Yeah. It kind of sucks. Because yeah, since I've updated Serato, I'm my top track is only thirty seven plays, which seems mm -hmm. a lot, but I mean But I think what you can do maybe is you can export the playlist as a as an Excel sheet or something, no? Yeah, yeah, you can. See, and you can, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can uh, count the plays yourself. <laughs> I mean, you could if you really wanted to, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it would uh, it would be very interesting, I think. Yeah, I mean, to, you know, this time see. next year, you know, you know, it would be fun to sit down and go through, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, everyone's Serato and just kind of comment and see, uh, you know, and um, yeah, you know, and delete the first fifty completely from your Serato. No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have, I would have no set. I would have no set. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. Um, yeah, shit. Yeah, my uh, my number one uh, forty nine plays is City Girls Act Up. And then after after that is Taiga and Offset, uh, Taste, and okay. then Mi Gente. Um, I don't yeah. know the City Girls one. Really? Yeah, it's a good one. It's very aggressive. Yeah. You probably won't like it. Okay. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of swearing, right off the bat. <laughs> but it's a good song, and I just, I just like it. It reminds me of like old school, like Lil John, and like all those hype like classics and stuff like that okay it's from cardi b also huh oh no that's uh, another one that's another girl she did a, i think what? she did a remix maybe of Act uh -huh, up, okay huh? but yeah act up taste uh little wayne uproar those are like my top three favorite okay. hip-hop tracks from the last year uh. um and then after that it goes into a lot of like old school like montel jordan this is how we do it uh Ooh, like I said, nice. yep. yeah, yeah I'm pretty, i have a pretty Coast, good yep. Yeah, I have a pretty good throwback set too. It's just I'm real picky of where I play it, you know. Where do you play this weekend? Uh, this weekend, I uh, last weekend I was up in Mammoth at a ski resort for Red Bull. I went up there and DJed for a Red Bull party. This weekend, oh, I think nice. I'm staying local in San Diego. Yeah, so I, I okay. should be at some places downtown. So it's gonna be pretty chill. So do you still yeah, live downtown? Off, so I'm excited. I do not. I live in Point Loma, but I'm buying a place in the next couple months. Um, oh, we're, nice. uh, we're ready to put an offer in and stuff. Yeah, so that's pretty exciting. I'm going to have a, a, a bigger place. I can do a podcast room and a, uh, an office, so it's going to be pretty cool. I'm excited. Do you buy do you, you buy it from, um, what, what's his name? The church, church man, the church... DJ Church, Kirch, Kirch, DJ yeah, Kirch, genau. yeah, 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 from Kirch, yeah, TJ. Yeah. We we actually went yeah, looked at a couple places, yeah. a couple places today. Uh, you, I, I'm guessing you met him, yeah, when you were out here. Yeah, I met him. Yeah, he's a cool, he's a cool dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny you should say that. We were uh, together today. He's uh, he's a realtor now, so he's got a family, and uh, he's helped me uh, get a home. So yeah, 
Yeah, I saw that. He's uh, yeah, I'm I'm following him on Instagram still. Oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That he's a realtor. So you buy your you buy your house from him, huh? Yeah, yeah, he's gonna help me buy it. Yeah, nice. Say hi, say hi from me. I will, man. I will. That's funny. Yeah. Hey, we're talking a long time now, so I think we should give the Swiss people a break from me talking English, and wrap this. <laughs> thing up now <laughs> yeah of course man thanks for having me i you appreciate know? it yeah thanks uh thanks for being so uh so kind to talk to me mr schoenenberger yeah yeah i gotta, I gotta make and that time in between my busy schedule <laughs> yeah nice so uh, enjoy your day night off tonight yeah and i wish you all the best with your with your gigs with your memes and your own productions And I hope to to see you soon. Awesome, man! Thank you I'm, again. I I'm actually, it. yeah, I'm I'm actually flying to to Florida on Sunday. You're you're around Florida? No, Orlando, definitely not or, around no? Florida. What are you okay. doing out there? Uh, just vacationing. We're going to Disney World, or, and we're going to Miami and the Keys. No. Too much, Just too much, too much money in the bank account. <laughs> too much money in the bank account, my friend. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> gotta spend it, gotta spend it. Yeah, but uh, next time it will be California again, because I'd like to shoot some music videos in the California desert or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. Do you, so, on all your, uh, um, all your episodes, do you, uh, you speak Swiss, right? Or German on all yeah. the episodes? Just Swiss German, yeah. Is this the uh, first one in English? Yeah, this is the first one. Oh man, all the Swiss people are gonna hate me. Yeah, they're gonna hate me too because uh, <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking like Arnold Schwarzenegger here and in, uh, from from Tokenburg, you know? <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. No, it was fun exercise for me too, and yeah, man, we. Uh, you're gonna send me the, the the track, right? Yeah, yeah, man. I'll But send we, it over we text to you. later. All right. Of course, man. Thank cool. you very much. So. Yeah, thank you very much and all the best, man. Thanks, Thanks man. For, for doing this. No problem. Later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. So, fertig. Sind fertig schnorrig, die dumme Hure DJ. Der Mensch ist auch so ein Hure, dumme Hure Brali. Du, auch wenn du den Blausch gehabt hast, kannst du ja nächstes Mal wieder hören. Du musst gerade mal schnell abonnieren, den Podcast. Und auf iTunes kannst du im Fall, kannst du im Fall fünf Sternchen geben. Fünf Sterne musst du geben und kannst noch eine Rezession schreiben, gell? Also, schöne Hände, ich dich so, gell? Tschüss.